it's essentially the same unappreciative crowd full of scumbags from last night. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Scumbags Wrestling Podcast. My name is Sean, coming to you from London, Ontario, Canada. We're one week away from WrestleMania, but that doesn't mean that there's not enough wrestling action because Ontario was so busy last weekend and is continuing to be busy this weekend. I have a lot of results to get through from this past weekend and preview what's coming up this weekend on Smash Wrestling and all the other organizations around Ontario. I want to thank you for joining me, whether you're listening to me on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or any other location that you get your podcasts from. I sincerely thank you for joining me, and we'll look forward to seeing what happens this week in wrestling, and look forward to NXT TakeOver New York and WrestleMania 35. I'll be right back after this short message. This show to all the fans of the Buffalo Brothers, Daniel Garcia, Puff, Kevin Blackwood, and the remix Kevin Bennett. As you all know, in early January, they were on their way home from an FLQ show in Quebec, and just before they got home, they hit some ice on a bridge and spun out, causing a horrific car crash. Thankfully, we've already seen the likes of Puff and Kevin Bennett make their way back to the wrestling ring. We're still waiting on Kevin Blackwood and Daniel Garcia to do so as well. However, it's a longer road for them to recover, and expenses are piling up. Initially, there were some GoFundMe pages created for them, and a lot of fans donated, and it is greatly appreciated. However, since then, not much has been said, but for the month of March, we're going to continue giving back to the Buffalo Brothers, With our draw for the autographed t-shirt, Scumbags Wrestling Podcast logo that was signed by the ladies of the Canusa Classic in October when they were here for Comic-Con. Plus, for the month of March, I'm throwing in another offer that if you buy a Scumbags Wrestling t-shirt, whether it's our original logo or our podcast shirt from Twisted Tees, I'll be donating my profit from that also to the Buffalo Brothers Recovery Fund. So all month of March, you can give back to these guys and help them get back on their feet and back into the wrestling ring. 
Tickets for the draw are three for five dollars or ten for ten. I accept e-transfers for your payment for tickets and will be doing the draw just before the WWE Hall of Fame on April 6th. And for t-shirts, they're just $25 and you can order them either directly through Twisted Tees or through me and we'll get them ordered in time for April. Help support the Buffalo Brothers as they recover and return to the ring. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Brent Money Banks, and you are listening to Scumbags of Wrestling. Scumbags is money. Tyson Dukes is currently one half of the Smash Wrestling Tag Team Champions and one of the pillars of wrestling in Ontario. He's had a very impressive career over the past two decades, and it's only natural that aspiring wrestlers would want to learn from a veteran of his caliber. Since October of 2017, Tyson opened up the Tyson Dukes Wrestling Factory here in London, Ontario. Students learn all aspects of wrestling. The first graduates like Jim Strider, Violet Lee, and Jordan James are making their names for themselves on the indie scene. Whether you're a student or a supporter, you can now be a part of the club and purchase your own beautiful zip-up hoodie. They're just $40 up to extra large and $45 for larger sizes. Contact Tyson Dukes Wrestling Factory directly on Facebook to order yours today. And welcome back to the Scumbags Wrestling Podcast. We'll start off with Smash Wrestling news because last weekend, Smash Wrestling returned to the Phoenix Concert Theater in Toronto for Tell All Your Friends. Had numerous people there in attendance watching this, and it was probably one of the biggest crowds that Smash Wrestling has had at the Phoenix. They even ran out of chairs. I reached out to one of the staff members at Smash Wrestling, Dave Morse, who was able to provide me with the results of last weekend's event, because it's definitely going to reflect on what happens this Sunday when Smash Wrestling comes back to the London Music Hall for Louder Now. The following are the results that he sent to me. Jody Threat beat Veda Scott. Butcher and Blade and Mike Rollins defeated the Kevin Bennett experience of Kevin Bennett and Halal Beefcake. Everything looked great that Mike was able to trust and rely on the Butcher and Blade, even though Kevin Bennett said that Mike had no friends and nobody cared about him. Well, Mike was given a box that he needed to unwrap. Fans were chanting, what's in the box? When he opened it up, he found a mask in it. That mask belonged to Pepper Parks, part of his Butcher and Blade attire. Mike was confused over what was going on, and he ended up getting attacked by the Butcher and Blade. So maybe Mike should have listened to his conscience and turned on Pepper first. But that didn't happen. There's a video put on Twitter, which was described as probably one of the most heartbreaking moments in Smash Wrestling history. And Dukes defeated Jay Freddy. Carter Mason snuck out a roll-up victory over Jordan Grace. Carter Mason then posted later on on social media that he thought he broke his foot. Turns out, it's not as bad as he thought. It might be just his toe broken. After the match with Jordan Grace, though, 
Carter Mason was attacked by Disgraceland, which consists of John Greed, Holden Albright, and a new member named Logan. This trio is now going by the name of Disgraceland. In what was described as an incredible match, Brian Cage beat Speedball Mike Bailey. Sebastian Suave lost to former Smash Wrestling champion Matt Cross. After the match, Anthony Kingdom James punched Sebastian in the mouth, telling him that he was weak ever since hanging out with the Pillars, and that the Pillars consider him a joke. He told Sebastian he needs to think about what he wants in life, if he wants that spotlight or not, and that the Pillars are holding him back. So we'll see what happens the next time Anthony Kingdom James and Sebastian are together. The Renegades won the three-way tag team match over Disgraceland, who replaced TDT due to injury, and Killscreen. In event, Tarek defeated Brent Banks to retain the Smash Wrestling Championship. Also on the show, rapper Chocolaire made a promo and was interrupted by Kevin Bennett and Halal Beefcake. Next Toronto show in April, Bennett and Chocolaire are going to have a wrap-off. So those are the results from last weekend's Tell All Your Friends by Smash Wrestling at the Phoenix, which brings us to this Sunday at the London Music Hall. Usually do this and we have a silly little banter and we usually have fun with it, but we're not this isn't about fun. Um the we got kill screen coming up. We need to focus. You're right, you're right. I mean we really need to focus on kill screen here. I mean we need this, I need this. I I don't mean to sound selfish. Tarek, you're a great champion, you were the better man. I lost tonight. I respect you, but after that loss, I really need this. So we really need to focus on Kill Screen and get this win. You you think you need this more than any of us? We need it, man. I pay attention to what's going on with you guys. Did you pay attention to what happened with me? I have Kingdom James out there punking me up. He punched me. He punched me in the face from everyone and questioned where my focus is, that I can't own the spotlight that I am working my ass for if I'm focused on this. If I can't, I can't be with the pillars in the spotlight together. I got to just not to, but to everyone out there that I can own that spotlight. So you know what? If we get it done as the pillars, I'll prove that I can focus on both. Seth, you're so young and you've got your whole career ahead of you. You're the most solid dude I know. You guys are all young. Let's be honest here. I'm the old cat. It's not just about it. The, you know the pressure that it takes to be the old dude in here and not just hang with the young guys, but to completely take over every single match, every show I'm on, I gotta be top of my oh, game. Tight, 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 tight. When you hold this, like you would know, that means pressure. Yeah, right? yeah, that means pressure. We see what we got going on. It isn't just hackers, Scotty O'Shea. It's all his guys. It's the gangs. We're not talking about just one guy here, man. I don't even have enough shoulders to look over, man. We got Kevin Ben and his boys. We got hackers, Scotty O'Shea and his boys. Like, I mean, I'm up to here with pressure right now, man. Yeah, man. I feel you. Yeah, yeah. We all need this one badly. So we're gonna do this. Listen, on the same page. Listen. That's why I'm saying. Let's just focus. Jets. 
Let's get this done. Kill screen. They, do you think we're going to do wrist locks? There's no wrist locks. No wrist locks. There's no war. Everybody's saying it's going to be a war. This ain't no war. This is an extinction of kill screen. You understand me? Because yeah. the pillars are holding it strong. You hear me? Yeah. You got this, boys? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, Let's do this. Come on. The main event of Louder Now will be a four-on-four tag team war involving the Pillars, Brent Banks, Tyson Dukes, Tarek, and Sebastian Suave taking on Killscreen, Scotty O'Shea, Mark Wheeler, Shane Sabre, and Anthony Gaines. Will all the distractions going on with the Pillars of Brent Banks wanting to be champion with Tyson and his age, Sebastian and his focus, and the pressures of being the champion in Tarek be too much for them to bond together still as the pillars to take out kill screen and will the dominance of kill screen be too much for the pillars and all their distractions we'll have to see what happens in the main event the rest of the card will see speedball mike bailey taking on the remix kevin bennett the renegades are coming to london and they're going to face off against tdt Jordan James was attacked in Kitchener and missed out on his opportunity at the tag team titles against Halal Beefcake. So this time he's going to get another opportunity at the tag titles and he selected Kyle Boone to be his tag team partner. Will the students of the factory make up for what their teacher lost the last time they were here in London and beat Halal Beefcake for the titles? Who knows? We'll have to wait and see. Carter Mason will take on John Greed. Follow the developments lately with John Greed having Albright and Logan by his side as Disgraceland, Carter might be outnumbered in this one. And London will see the fallout from the, what happened with the Butcher and the Blade when they turned on Mike Rollins, because there'll be a tag team match, I guess, if you want to call it that, with the Butcher and Blade taking on Psycho Mike Rollins and Mike Rollins' conscience. And the last match on the card has the women of Smash Wrestling who are excelling and building a reputation really well thanks to the Tyson Dukes Wrestle Factory. And we'll see Nova, Violet Lee, and Shiloh, plus Jody Threat, in a four-women fatal four-way. That's louder now, happening this Sunday at the London Music Hall. It'll be recorded for the Fight Network. Looking forward to the rest of the Smash Wrestling calendar, we see that on Saturday, April 20th, Smash Wrestling teams up with Barry Wrestling to present Mariposa Mayhem. It's happening at the St. Paul Center in Aurelia, Ontario. This week, matches started being announced on that card. Jody Threat is laying out an open challenge following a series of strong victories, including besting Veda Scott this past Sunday. The question becomes, who will step up to the plate against one of Smash Wrestling and Barry Wrestling's most popular stars? Chris Logan came out of nowhere on Sunday to attack Carter Mason, and it was revealed that he was part of John Greed's Disgraceland. They'll be taking on Fight or Flight in Aurelia. Puff had an exceptional 2018, but if you ask the muscle, he will tell you that 2019 is going to be his year. It's been a rocky start for him, but with Violet Lee now by his side, 
the confidence is running at an all-time high. I'm going to have puff versus the muscle. And with the results of Tell All Your Friends last Sunday in Toronto, we now know that Tarek will defend the Smash Wrestling Championship against Tyson Dukes, and Brent Banks will take on Sebastian Swab. As the Mariposa Mayhem, presented by Smash Wrestling and Barry Wrestling, happening Saturday, April 20th. On April 27th, Smash Wrestling returns to the Franklin Horner Community Center in Toronto for just a little dramatic. Last week, Smash Wrestling announced that they are very pleased to announce that Shinhiro Iri will make his Smash Wrestling debut during that event. But that wasn't the only special announcement that was made by Smash Wrestling, because on May 26th, Smash Wrestling returns to London at the London Music Hall for Get Your Fight On. The special announcement that was made last Saturday was that former 205 Live superstar and the first Cruiserweight Classic champion, TJP, will be the special guest at Get Your Fight On. On June 1st and 2nd, Smash Wrestling returns to the Franklin Horner Community Center for the Northern Tournament. Last year, it was two shows in one day. This year, they're going to spread it over the two days, and they'll be at Franklin Horner Community Center for the Northern Tournament on June 1st and 2nd. And wrapping up events on the calendar is July 21st. Smash Wrestling presents New Kids on the Block at the Tannery Event Center in Kitchener, Ontario. Tickets and more information for all these events can be found on Smash Wrestling website at smash-wrestling.com or at any other social media outlets, whether it be Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Plus, you can always find out right here every week during the Smash Wrestling update and report. Are you looking to get into the wrestling business? Well, look no further than the Tyson Dukes Wrestle Factory, located right here in London, Ontario. It's Tyson has over 20 years of experience in the wrestling world, and he's even been brought down to the WWE Performance Center to be a guest trainer. We've already seen the likes of Jordan James, Kyle Boone, Violet Lee, Jim Strider, Pharaoh Bowman, Chris Mitchells, and many more. Plus, the new generation that are coming from the second group, such as Josh Pine, Shiloh, Nova, Frankie War, and many more. You don't want to miss your opportunity to learn from one of the best in Ontario, if not all of Canada, or the world, in Tyson Dukes. So that's the Tyson Dukes Rust Factory. It's open Monday, Wednesday, and Thursdays, and located at 309 Exeter Road here in London. Just moments before I was getting ready to publish this podcast, I saw breaking news of Smash Wrestling. Smash Wrestling presents the Northern Tournament happening June 1st and 2nd at the Franklin Horner Community Center in Toronto, Ontario. And tonight, 
Alan Taylor presented the first entrant into the tournament and is going to be the Ultimo Dragon. Over the next couple days, Alan Taylor will be releasing more names that will be entering this year's tournament. I attended last year's tournament and it was amazing. Two shows in one night. But just because they're going to divide it into two nights doesn't mean it's going to be any less special. The Northern Tournament is an amazing event where you see the first round on the first day and the second round will be determined with the Fatal 4-Way along with a couple of matches that will end up forming the full card. Last year, we saw Tyson Dukes win the tournament. We also saw Anthony Kingdom James taking on Tarek and Kingdom did a huge moonsault from the top rope to the floor. You don't want to see this on TV, you want to see it live. We also saw NXT talent of today taking on each other in the form of Mia Yim and Matt Riddle. That was an amazing event that you can see only live during the Northern Tournament, happening June 1st and 2nd at the Franklin Horror Community Center, presented by Smash Wrestling. Hey, I'm Alec Realm, and you're listening to the Scumbags of Wrestling Podcast. Now let's take a look back at all the events that happened throughout Ontario this past weekend. I'd like to thank Marjorie McConnell for sending in the events for HPW. She attended their Friday Night Fights Spring Slam 2. Ace Cannon won a seven-way elimination match in this opening contest. It featured Slasher, Adam Grimm, Ace Cannon, Marcus Gold II, Chef, and Cowboy Gunner. Scumbag Gates was disqualified in his match against Doc Richards as he used a chain and they cheated big time in that match. Doc Richards said the next time he comes to HPW, he's asked for a Hamilton street fight. Dark Tiger beat Dylan Daniels, but the match was interrupted by Ronchi Ronnie. And it's questionable whether he's part of the swarm or not. Tag team action. Pretty Ricky replaced Tantrum to team up with Tyler Arrow. They took on the team of Wade Brussel and Christopher Clarence. Pretty Ricky and Tyler Arrow won their match over Brusswell and Clarence. Evan Greenway won a number one contenders match over Chris Logan. The match between Ronchi Ronnie and AC Coca was thrown out because the swarm interfered. However, Ronnie fooled everybody and teamed up with AC to take out the Swarm. Mike Forte even joined Raunchy Ronnie and is now a new member of Raunchy's Nuts. And in the main event, Corey Stone took on Johnny DeLuca. It was a great match with both guys. And Corey Stone retained the championship. So that was HPW out of Hamilton with their Spring Slam 2. Once again, thank you, Marjorie, for sending us these results. And thank you to Mark for posting the C4 Reign of Fire results from this past weekend. Unfortunately, Eli Everfly missed the show due to flight issues, and Matt Angel had to pull out due to unseen circumstances. Scrapper Jane Stone beat Benjamin Tall in an incredibly physical battle. Jonathan Rukin retained the Underground Championship over Neon Ninja Facade 
and the curse Cecil Nix in a fast-paced three-way dance. Veda Scott pinned the debuting Puff in an entertaining contest. The Space Pirates, Space Monkey and Shane Sabre, won the C4 Tag Team Championships in a fatal four-way, beating Michael Von Payton, who was defending solo as Shelton Jean had taken the night off, as well as Fight or Flight and the Fraternity. Stu Grayson beat the debuting Kevin Bennett in a hard-fought contest. Kobe Durst won a fast-paced four-way, pinning DJZ in a match that also involved speedball Mike Bailey and Evil Uno. Tyson Dukes showed the debuting Eric Spicely the ropes by using the difference between professional wrestling rules and MMA rules in his fullest advantage to beat the less experienced newcomer. TDT, along with returning former C4 champion Dirty Bucks Balmer, beat the Butcher and the Blade, Pepper Parks and Andy Williams, along with their tag team partner, the debuting Darby Allen, in a wild six-man tag team brawl that went throughout the St. Anthony Hall. That was C4 Capital City Championship Combat, Rain of Fire results from last week. Then, last Friday and Saturday, Impact Wrestling invaded Windsor, Ontario at Sinclair College alongside BCW for two nights of Impact Wrestling taping. Friends of this show and members of the Stogie Mania Wrestling Podcast, James and Matt took the train from Toronto down to Windsor to take in both nights before heading back to Toronto to take in Smash Wrestling. I was fortunate enough to join them at the Saturday show as I took an unexpected trip down to Windsor to visit family. So, here are the results from both Friday and Saturday at Sinclair College with Impact Wrestling. Friday night taping saw Eddie Edwards and Eli Drake defeat LAX. The Lucha Brothers helped Edwards and Drake get the victory, and this made them the number one contenders for the tag team titles. Petey Williams defeated Jake Kreese, Trey Miguel, Idris Abraham, Aiden Prince, and Ace Austin. OVE defeated Rich Swan and Willie Mack. Tommy Jr. made the save, helping Swan as he was being beat down after the match. Rohit Raju defeated Fala Bra. Skylar Bordeaux helped Bra up and run off the Desi hit squad after the match. Moose defeated Zachary Wentz. Sue Young and Rosemary ended in a no contest after the bridesmaids interfered. Josh Alexander and Ethan Page defeated El Reverso and his tag team partner. Desmond Xavier defeated Congo Kong. Taya Valkyrie and Johnny Impact defeated Brian Cage and Jordan Grace. Referee Johnny Bravo turned heel and allowed Impact to cheat. The main event saw the Impact Tag Team Championship match as the Lucha Brothers defeated Eli Drake and Eddie Edwards. Drake ended up turning on Edwards after the match. Then on Saturday night, Impact Wrestling wrapped up their second night of television tapings. Impact was on the road for their next pay-per-view, which is Rebellion, on April 28th. It all started off with Ethan Page and Josh Alexander defeating El Reverso and Rich Swan. Followed Bra and Scarlett Bardot defeated the Desi Hit Squad. Xavier of the Rascals defeated Moose. Madman Fulton 
defeated Tommy Dreamer. Madison Rain defeated Tyler Valkyrie. A segment with Brian Cage and Don Callis happened. Ace Austin defeated Aiden Prince. Rosemary defeated an undead bride, also known as Casey Spinelli. Killer Cross defeated Willie Mack in what I thought was really boring and slow-paced match. Jake Diener and Cody Diener defeated Halal Beefcake. In a number one contenders match for the Knockouts Championship, Jordan Grace defeated Madison Rain. After the match, Grace was attacked by Tyler Valkyrie and Johnny Impact. Zachary Wentz of the Rascals ended up defeating Congo Kong. Lance Storm was announced as special guest referee for Brian Cage and Johnny Impact for their world title match at Rebellion. And LAX and Brian Cage defeated the Lucha Brothers and Johnny Impact. This all is leading up to Rebellion pay-per-view, which is happening Sunday, April 28th, live from the Rebel in Toronto. And then the next night, they're going to be doing more TV tapings. So that wraps up some of the results that happened last weekend. If you happen to go to an independent wrestling show, and I'm not in attendance for it, and you want to share the results with us, please send me a message either on Facebook or emailing me at scumbagswrestling at gmail.com. The Ontario Wrestling Events Calendar is presented by Stogie Mania Wrestling Podcasts. It's the trifecta. Great cigars, great company, great wrestling. That's what they do. Go to their video blogs on Facebook or their podcast available on Spotify. And now let's take a look at what's happening this weekend all around Ontario. We start off with the gorgeous ladies of beer. It's PWA in Guelph, Ontario. Gorgeous ladies of beer night. This year's queen of craft programming will go out with a bam, wham, and bang as members of the QOC crew are teaming up with professional female wrestlers from PWA, Pure Wrestling Alliance, to brew a specialty beer with participating Ontario craft breweries. Each team will bring their brew to the event, so you'll have 10 delicious craft beers to sample while you watch each wrestler represent their brewery in the ring. Which team will win? Who will take the belt? What beer will you love? Participating breweries include Wellington, Bellwoods, Green and Grit, Royal City, Block 3, Merritt, Shortfinger, Allura, Red Circle, and Great Lakes. The ladies participating in this event include Jody Threat, Nova, Sabrina Kyle, Cool Laurel Cassidy, CC Moss, Casey Spinelli, Nessa Love, Divya, Silesia Sparks, and Addie Starr. It all happens tonight as the gorgeous ladies of beer and PWA head to the Red Chevron Club in Guelph, Ontario. Tickets are $25 to $30. Also tonight, March 29th, Hagersville Homecoming. SKM presents live pro wrestling at the Hagersville Community Center in Hagersville, Ontario. You'll see a special attractions match presented by Tim's Tirecraft of Hagersville. Holden Albright will take on Sheldon Jean. The semi-main event is a Rising Stars Collide. Presented by Just John's Jarvis, 
Pretty Ricky Wildly takes on BMD Brett Michael David. Main event grudge match presented by Pizza Depot Hagersville is Tarek taking on Just Insane. The event calendar is jam-packed on Saturday, March 30th, and we start off with Fight Night, presented by Bordertown Pro Wrestling. It's happening at the Fort Erie Native Friendship Center in Fort Erie, Ontario. The biggest rematch in Bordertown Pro Wrestling history at Fight Night, your BTPW champion, Congo Kong, with the infamous Jay Moore, defend the title against the wrestling machine, Tyson Dukes. The superstar of David, Tomer Shalom, faces off with El Reverso. After his huge win over Tyson Dukes, the Bordertown Pro Wrestling Board has decided to give Jim Strider a shot at Tarek and his Niagara Regional Championship. There'll be a triple threat match for the Adrenaline Division number one contenders. You'll see Carter Mason, Lionel Knight, and Mark Wheeler all square off. Plus, the Saturday Night Delight, Tyler Turva, steps in the ring with Phil Atlas. If you've seen their past encounters, you know these two are going to tear the roof off. And finally, the war between the factory and the pillars has been heating up. At fight night, Brent Banks and Sebastian Suave take on Jordan James and Alec Realm. Get your tickets today at BordertownWrestling.com or call the hotline at 289-687-6048. That's Portertown Pro Wrestling happening tomorrow night in Fort Erie, Ontario. Also on March 30th, Owen Sound Showdown presented by Rock Solid Wrestling happening at the Owen Sound Legion in Owen Sound, Ontario. The main event will see a diapers match for the Canadian Heavyweight Championship featuring Cody Deaner against Daddy Davis. You'll also see Jake O'Reilly, Scotty the Body, Cadman Turner, and many more. Tickets are $15 in advance or $20 at the door. Pro Wrestling Ontario presents the second annual Iron Cup happening tomorrow night, March 30th, in Burlington, Ontario. This Saturday, a huge open weight title match as the champ must battle the king as Jake Heavyweight Jones battles the king of the north, Carter Mason. Mark Shaw must fight an uphill climb to seek revenge against the three men who injured him and one man who betrayed him. Lean Worldwide takes on the resilient Taylor K. Dean. See all this plus the Iron Cup this Saturday night at the Burlington Lions Club. 7 p.m. bell time. Wrapping up the events for tomorrow night is acclaimed pro wrestling presenting Survival of the Sickest, happening at the Don Polsky Hall in Ottawa, Ontario. Addie Starr will be returning to acclaim after six years. There'll be an APW Tag Team Championship match with the best taking on a team yet to be determined. A tag team match with Bear Mountain, Decker Lockhart, and Big Daddy D-Roy versus the brothers Polly Putnam and K.L. Shock. You'll also see the first round of the APW Provincial Championship Tournament matches. The APW Women's Championship will be on the line as Two Scoops' Casey Spinelli takes on Shitty Dash Bison. And the main event will see the APW Championship on the line 
as Dino Benjamin takes on MVP Michael Von Payton. That's Acclaim Pro Wrestling presents Survival of the Sickest, Saturday, March 30th, 2019 at the Don Polsky Polish Combatant Center in Ottawa, Ontario. And rounding out the calendar for this weekend is, of course, Smash Wrestling coming back to London, Ontario to the London Music Hall for Louder Now. The Signature Spot with Chris Toplack is a weekly podcast available every Thursday that covers the world of professional wrestling. It's an easy-to-digest show that ranges from 30 to 40 minutes in length and focuses on show recaps, highlights from the week, industry news and rumors, full event previews along with predictions, topics of the week, and featured guests such as journalists and fellow podcasters. It's a professional yet personable show that's all about connecting with you. To subscribe, head over to youtube.com forward slash the signature spot or listen on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever podcasts are available. And to be a part of the conversation, like the signature spot on Facebook. This is Jim Strider live from the Tyson Dukes Wrestling Factory, and you're listening to the Scumbags of Wrestling Podcast. Let's take a look at news from around the wrestling world. The G1 Supercard is shaping up for Saturday, April 6th at Madison Square Gardens. We'll see Kota Ibushi challenge Naito for the Intercontinental title. Zack Sabre Jr. will challenge Tanahashi for the British Heavyweight Championship. There will also be the Honor Rumble featuring Juice and Thunder Liger. Bully Ray's Open challenge for the New York City Street Fight. Dalton Castle taking on Roosh. Mayo Awatani will face Kelly Klein for the Women of Honor title. Taji Ishimori will face Dragon Lee and Bandito for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight t- Championship. There'll be a fatal four-way match featuring Brody King, PCO, taking on the Gorillas of Destiny, the Briscoes, and Evil and Sonata for the ROH and IWGP Tag Team Championships. Will Ospreay will take on Jeff Cobb for the Never Open Weight Championship and the ROH television title. There'll be a ladder match for the ROH Championship with Jay Lethal, Marty Skrull, and Matt Taven. Plus, Jay White will take on Okada for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks were part of a panel for the C2E2 show this past weekend. Hinted at an all-in two happening in Chicago, probably the Sears Center, in September. We were also asked the question, what WD current talent would they like to see in AEW? Some of the talent that they mentioned was Candice LeRae, AJ Styles, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, and Kerry Sane. In a separate interview, the Young Bucks announced that they will actually be defending the AAA Tag Team titles against Pentagon and Phoenix at Double or Nothing on May 25th. During the season finale of Total Bellas, it was announced that Nikki Bella is now also going to retire just like her sister has. They, I guess, have a lot of other things going on anyways, so the wrestling world, they really don't need to step in between the ropes to have action. But, then again, right after that was announced and shown, they kind of hinted that they wouldn't mind coming out of retirement 
I guess, to challenge for the women's tag team titles. So, it's the Bellas. You never know what to expect. WD announced this week that Joan Jett of Joan Jett and the Blackhearts will be performing live at WrestleMania as part of the main event spectacular, bringing Ronda Rousey to the ring with live music as opposed to recorded. The Kenny Omega documentary, Omega Man, A Wrestling Love Story, premiered this past Wednesday at 7.30 on TSN. If you didn't catch it, I'm sure it's going to be available on a lot of different platforms that uploaded it, whether legally or illegally, but maybe TSN will have it on demand. And that's wrestling news for this week. We'll take a look at the events that happen on Raw, SmackDown, and NXT next. It's coming. The All Night Freighter from Shockstock, happening April 26th to the 28th at the Ramada in London, right here in London, Ontario. If you're not here in London and you have to be in Montreal, Ottawa, or Toronto, you can get on board the bus. Get your tickets now for Shockstock 2019 Horror Bus. It departs Montreal with stops in Ottawa and Toronto. Limited seats are available and the last rooms will be released as well. Get yours today. Plus, don't forget, photo ops are also available now. Get a professional photo with one of their celebrities, including an in-costume photo with David Howard Thornton as the Art of Clown and Terrifier director Damien Lauren. The only way to get a pic with Art in full costume is with one of these photo ops. Other guests scheduled to appear are the one and only Tim Capello, making his way to Shockstock. You'll see Beelzebub, Matt Putrid Carr, plus many more guests. It's Canada's original and best horror weekend, Shockstock, the all-night freighter, happening April 26th to the 28th at the Ramada in London. Go to purchase.growticks.com for more information and buy your tickets. I'm Kyle Boone, one handsome SOB, and you're listening to the Scumbags Wrestling Podcast. Taking a look back at what happened on WWE TV this week, which will have a lot of impact on what's going to happen next weekend during WrestleMania. This week's Raw came to us from Boston, and we saw Becky Lynch defeat Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair in a Beat the Clock Challenge. Finn Balor defeated Intercontinental Champion Bobby Lashley and Jinder Mahal, when Balor pinned Mahal to earn a Intercontinental title match at WrestleMania. Aleister Black and Ricochet won a non-title match against Raw Tag Team Champions The Revival. Roman Reigns accepted Drew McIntyre's WrestleMania Challenge, and they'll meet one-on-one at WrestleMania 35. WWE Women's Tag Team Champion Sasha Banks defeated Natalya by disqualification. There was a lot of extra activity going on around ringside, including interference from Tamina, plus Beth Phoenix and Natalia were around ringside as well. After the match ended, WD showed the video of Jim the Anvil Nyhart and Bret Hart, the Hart Foundation, being announced as the next inductees into the WD Hall of Fame next weekend. This was a very emotional moment for Natalia as they went to commercial. Somehow, Alexa Bliss made it possible that 
Colin Jost and Michael Che from Saturday Night Live will be in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, who also has Braun Strowman in the match as well, along with everybody else who doesn't have a match on WrestleMania. But things obviously are just going to come down to these three as the focus. Baron Corbin defeated Apollo Crews. Paul Heyman confronted Seth Rollins. Kurt Angle defeated U.S. Champion Samoa Joe in a non-title match. And Triple H agreed to put his career on the line against Batista at WrestleMania. And the main event of Raw saw Drew McIntyre defeat Dean Ambrose in a very quick eight-minute last-man-standing match. Over on SmackDown Live, the show started off with The New Day commenting about how much Kofi has given to the WWE over the last 11 years and their social media comments about possibly quitting WWE over what's been going on with Kofi. They called out Vince McMahon, who came to the ring, but he was followed closely behind by Dana Bryan and Eric Rowan, who went on to call Kofi Kingston a B-plus player, reminiscent of what he was told years ago when Stephanie and Triple H prevented him from going for the title, because he was a B-plus player as well. Vince McMahon questioned whether or not Xavier Woods and Big E were a B-plus tag team, and decided to give Kofi a shot at being at WrestleMania only if his friends and tag team partners could run the gauntlet as well. In a huge change in booking, what was supposed to be a fatal four-way featuring Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Naomi, and Carmella becoming the number one contender to Asuka for the SmackDown Women's title, it turned into Asuka taking on Charlotte Flair for the title. Charlotte was able to put on the figure eight and make Asuka submit, making Charlotte Flair an eight-time Women's Champion in WWE. She will now be in the main event along with Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch, but she'll be holding the SmackDown title as Ronda will be holding the Raw Women's title. We should find out how that's going to affect the main event of WrestleMania 35. Hopefully that's Monday. After a match that lasted just under two minutes, Randy Orton actually interfered in the Kurt Angle-AJ Styles match, and this was supposed to be Kurt Angle's final match on SmackDown. This turned into a no contest, obviously, and Angle gave Randy Orton an angle slam for his efforts. The Miz and Shane McMahon had a confrontation, and there was a lot of insults uh, back and forth, and it turned into their match becoming a Falls Count Anywhere match at WrestleMania. Kofi Kingston had been barred from ringside as part of the New Day gauntlet match to get him into the WrestleMania main event against Daniel Bryan for the WWE Championship. In the first round, New Day defeated the Good Brothers, Anderson and Gallows, in under a minute. Then, Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura were the next to lose to the up-up-down-down when it got put on Nakamura. 
third match was their toughest one against the bar. And that's went a little bit longer, but the New Day came out on top. Afterwards, the bar attacked New Day, weakening them for their next opponents, which turned out to be the Usos. The New Day's chances seemed really low going against the tag team champions, especially after the attack that the bar did, putting Big E through a table. However, the match never occurred, as the Usos explained their long history with the New Day and also said that Kofi deserved to be at WrestleMania challenging for the WWE Championship. So, in the end, they ended up forfeiting the match against the New Day, giving them the victory to move on in the gauntlet match, which set Dana Bryan off in his locker room, and he was really angry, and turned out Bryan and Rowan were the final team that the New Day had to meet and defeat to get Kofi into the match. Xavier and Big E were able to get Rowan down and even turn the commentator table over on top of Rowan, which caused a count-up victory for the New Day and gave Kofi Kingston his spot at WrestleMania. As the show was ending, Vince Graham was asked, if it was actually true that Kofi would get his match, Vince confirmed it as he got into his limo, and the rest of the locker room on the face side, who had been gathering around the TV watching all the matches with Kofi, went down to celebrate with him as the show ended. Over on 205 Live, the Lucha House Party defeated Umberto Carrillo, Drew Gulak, and Gentleman Jack Gallagher. Aria Davari defeated Cedric Alexander. Rick Maverick also announced that only Lorcan had now been officially added to the 205 Live roster. On NXT, Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole compared their paths to take over New York. Shayna Baszler's campaign of terror continued during Casey Cantazero, Lacey Lane, Aaliyah, and Vanessa Bourne's tag team match. Matt Riddle defeated Kona Reeves, and Aleister Black and Ricochet defeated the Forgotten Sons in the finals of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. After the presentation of the trophy, Black and Ricochet were confronted by the NXT Tag Team Champions War Raiders, as these two will now face off against each other at NXT TakeOver. Following the news that the former hottest free agent in pro wrestling, Kenny Omega, is joining AEW, London Comic Con can finally announced that the best belt machine is making his way to Southwest Ontario for London Comic Con 2019 this October. Omega will be available to meet fans, sign autographs, and host a special VIP video game tournament. More details and announcements are coming soon. Check out London Comic Con for more details. All right, 
is the news that everyone's been talking about. Chris Jericho's rock and wrestling rager at sea, part two of the second wave, is getting ready to go, along with thousands of the friends of Jericho and me sailing across the ocean to have the best vacation of a lifetime. I want to tell you right now, the hottest wrestling promotion in the world today, All Elite Wrestling, will be there. That's right, some of the greatest rock and roll bands in the world, some of the funniest comedians on the planet, paranormal experiences where you'll be wondering, is this really happening? Well, the answer is yes. It is really happening, and so is Chris Jericho's Rock and Wrestling Rager at Sea, Part 2, Second Wave. Sign up for all the info for this all-elite vacation now at ChrisJerichoCruise.com. I want you on board Chris Jericho's Rock and Wrestling Rager at Sea so we can all sail away, man! We'll see you there. Oh, yeah! It's a path to the divine. Let's take a look at next week with WrestleMania weekend coming up. On our next episode, we're going to have a roundtable discussion with a bunch of the guys returning to the podcast to do our rundown and predictions for both NXT TakeOver and WrestleMania 35. NXT TakeOver happens on Friday night, April 5th, from Brooklyn, New York at the Barclays Center. As per usual, NXT TakeOvers have their five matches, and this time the five matches set We'll have Shayna Baszler defending the NXT Women's Championship against Io Shirai, Bianca Belair, and Kerry Zane in a fatal four-way match. The NXT North American Championship will be online as Velveteen Dream defends against Matt Riddle. Pete Dunne will defend the United Kingdom Championship against Walter. War Raiders will defend the NXT Tag Team Championships against Alistair Black and Ricochet after their win of the Dusty Rhodes Classic this past week. And in the main event, as a result of Tommaso Ciampa's injury and the win by Adam Cole in the Fatal Five-Way last week on NXT, Johnny Gargano will meet Adam Cole in a 2-0-3 falls match for the vacant NXT Championship. Then it's on to Saturday night, where WD will do the traditional Hall of Fame ceremony. We'll see Tori Wilson, the Honky Tonk Man, Harlem Heat, the Hart Foundation, and D-Generation X, all inducted into this year's Hall of Fame. And three of those inductees will be actually having their second induction as they went in as an individual over their tag team. Shawn Michaels will get his second induction, Bret Hart, and Booker T, all will be two-time Hall of Famers, just like Ric Flair. There's still one more week to go before the Hall of Fame, so we'll find out if next week any of the rumored people, like Brutus the Barber Beefcake, will be announced this week coming up. And then, the granddaddy of them all, WrestleMania 35, happening Sunday, April 7th, from East Rutherford, New Jersey, at MetLife Stadium. The pre-show is two hours, starting at 5 p.m. on the WWE Network until 7, followed by the main show, which is expected to go till about midnight. There's a lot of speculation that this card could have up to 17 matches on it. However, now with Asuka dropping the SmackDown Women's Championship to Charlotte this past Tuesday, there won't be a need to have a singles match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. However, 
we still have, at this moment, 13 matches that are official for WrestleMania. We'll have the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which Braun Strowman and the two guys from Saturday Night Live, Michael Che and Colin Jost, will be a part of. We'll see Roman Reigns go one-on-one against Drew McIntyre. The Intercontinental title will be on the line as Bobby Lashley defends against Finn Balor. Samoa Joe will defend the United States Championship against Rey Mysterio. AJ Styles will go one-on-one with Randy Orton. Shane McMahon and The Miz will face off in a False Count Anywhere match. Kurt Angle will go against Baron Corbin in Kurt Angle's farewell match. Triple H will take on Batista in a no-holds-barred match. Buddy Murphy defends the WWE Cruiserweight Championship against Tony Nese, who just recently won the tournament on 205 Live to earn the number one contendership. The Boston Hug connection of Bailey and Sasha Banks will face against the Divas of Doom, Beth Phoenix and Natalia, taking on the Iconics, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, and the team of Nia Jax and Tamina in a four-way match for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. As we finally saw and got confirmed on SmackDown this week, Dana Bryan will defend the WWE Championship against Kofi Kingston. Brock Lesnar will defend the Universal Championship against Seth Rollins, who won the Royal Rumble this year. And finally, the main event, which was officially confirmed this week and posted by a lot of different news media outside of wrestling and inside of wrestling, the women's three-way match. We'll see Ronda Rousey with the Raw Women's Championship, Charlotte Flair with the SmackDown Women's Championship, and Becky Lynch, who was the winner of the 2019 Women's Royal Rumble, all face off in a triple threat match. Now, we're not sure yet what the stipulation is going to be since both championships are in the same match in the main event. Will this be a unification match? Will only one title be on the line? We'll have to wait and see what the decision is, hopefully this Monday, if not mentioned on social media, going into this Monday's Raw. More than likely, we'll also see a women's battle royal in the kickoff show and we still don't know what's going to happen with the tag team titles from either Raw or over on SmackDown. So there's still a possibility of having up to 16 matches just involving those three. Next week, we'll find out what our roundtable has to say and with everybody's predictions. And you can post your predictions either by emailing me at scumbagsofwrestling at gmail.com or posting them on our Facebook page, and we'll see who has bragging rights at the end of the night. Hello. Do you or someone you know have a business that you'd love to have advertised here on our podcast? Well, give me a shout at our email address, scumbagswrestling at gmail.com, and let us know how we can help you advertise to the listeners of this podcast. We'll give your business a shout-out, including information on how people can reach out to you and information on your services. 
Hi, I'm the Fireball Kid, Jordan James, and this is the Scumbags of Wrestling Podcast. Once again, I'd like to thank you for joining me for this week's episode of the Scumbags of Wrestling Podcast. You can catch all the information on our Facebook page. We have a Twitter account, Instagram, and of course, our website, scumbags.ca. But you can reach me at scumbagsofwrestling at gmail.com if you happen to attend a wrestling show anywhere in Ontario and want to send me the results. Be sure to invite your friends because we're almost at the 300 uh, mark on our Facebook page. Plus, you can also share this podcast with your friends on Instagram, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or anywhere else where you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'll be back next week with results from Smash Wrestling's Louder Now happening on Sunday right here in London, plus any other results that get sent my way. I'm also hoping to get a group of listeners together to discuss NXT TakeOver, the Hall of Fame, and of course, WrestleMania 35 happening next weekend. We'll have our insights and predictions for what we see coming up. After that, I'm going to be away for about two weeks and have very limited access to internet. So we'll see what happens, but stay tuned for some special episodes while I'm away. So until next time, have a great week and send me your predictions also for NXT TakeOver and WrestleMania 35.